This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. So I'm really excited because we have a new sponsor for the show. That's Stitcher Radio. And Stitcher Radio is really cool if you haven't seen it yet. What Stitcher does is it allows you to listen to your podcasts, but on your phone. It works on the iPhone, it works on a BlackBerry, works on a Pre and an Android. And the best part is, is that you don't have to download the podcast. It just automatically syncs to your phone. So how do you get this? You have to get the app and you download the app at stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. That's stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. And right now they're running a special promotion that if you put Lisa in the promo code box, you'll have a chance to win a hundred bucks. Today's episode is my response to an email that was signed, Monotone Voice. He or she wrote, I have this problem when I talk or sing. No matter what I do, my voice sounds monotone. Is there any way to stop? When I hear the word monotone, immediately I imagine the voice of Ben Stein when he played the boring economics professor in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bueller. 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 I put a link to the real thing in the show notes. So why is a monotone voice boring? It's the hypnotic, repetitious evenness of the voice. That's what puts us to sleep. The sameness of the sound makes it bland and unemotional. The good news is, is this problem's fairly easy to fix. You just need to add vocal variety by combining differences in your pitch, rate, and volume. We'll talk about each of these. Pitch refers to how low or high someone speaks. The average for men is about 120 hertz, and for women, about 220 hertz. North Americans prefer low-pitched speaking voices, like that of James Earl Jones. His voice is extremely low-pitched, averaging 80 hertz. Of course, he's the legendary actor who's the voice of Darth Vader in Star Wars and Simba's dad in The Lion King. Research shows that low-pitched voices convey authority and credibility, and this applies to both men and women. In addition, high-pitched speakers are perceived as less truthful, less persuasive, weaker, and more nervous. As an example, Think of the voice of Gilbert Gottfried, who in 2001 was voted as having the worst and most annoying voice. I put a link in the show notes so you can hear his voice, too. So how can you change your pitch? Well, the pitch of your voice is mostly determined by nature, but it's not entirely beyond your control. It's important to be as relaxed as possible so that you're able to speak at the lower end of your natural pitch. By the way, you can estimate your natural pitch by comfortably saying, "Uh uh-huh. To make your voice more interesting, change the pitch for certain sentences, phrases, or even just specific words. When presenting key ideas and summaries, you may want to slightly raise the pitch because this will convey enthusiasm. An easy way to do that is to smile. Can you hear the raise in pitch? It's the range of variety, the tone of your voice, that communicates emotion and passion. Even small changes to single words can have a big impact. Listen to how the meaning changes in the following sentence. I want to wear the red dress. I want to wear the red dress. I want to wear the red dress. Can you hear the difference? Another important aspect of your voice that impacts how others perceive you is the rate of your speech. This is how fast you speak. To give you an idea, normal conversation ranges from 125 to 225 words per minute. My rate of speech is generally in the middle of that range. Publishers recommend books on tape to be voiced at 150 to 160 words per minute, and auctioneers are generally 250 to 400 words per minute. 
Research suggests that people view faster-than-average talkers to be more competent. However, if you consistently talk too quickly, listeners may have trouble understanding you, they may get tired, or they may think you're nervous. If you consistently talk more slowly than average, you're likely to be perceived as boring, tired, and less intelligent. Find out how fast you speak by clicking the link in the show notes. Again, the key is to have variety. Changes in pace draw attention. When you speak more quickly, you're communicating urgency, excitement, passion, or raw emotion. A buildup from slow to fast speech can lead the audience to expect that something exciting is going to occur. This is what Martin Luther King did in his famous I Have a Dream speech. When you slow down and pause slightly before speaking, it signals to your audience the importance or seriousness of the coming ideas. It's a signal to your audience to pay attention. This is good to do when you're summarizing. You can slow down by putting extra space in your pauses and by lengthening the vowel sounds. Here's the same sentence again using that technique. You can slow down by putting extra space in your pauses and by lengthening the vowel sounds. Of course, you can do the opposite to speed up. Finally, you'll need to consider your volume. Public speaking requires you to speak slightly more loudly than private speaking. Even if you're using a microphone, in order to have a fully resonant voice, you need to speak up. If you can't be heard, it doesn't matter what you say. Just like pitch and rate, variety is important. Say your main points or keywords either slightly more softly or more loudly. When you combine a change in volume with a change in rate or pitch, you'll definitely add interest and gain attention. However, in order to move from a monotone voice to one with some vibrato, you'll need to practice. At first, it won't sound natural to you. This is the time to trust feedback from other people. Here are two practice exercises you can try. First, before you listen to your next Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, go to the show website and print the transcript. Read it aloud and mark it for possible changes in pitch, rate, and volume. See if you can come up with at least two different ways of delivering the material. Then record yourself using Utterly or Vidler. Send your recording to a friend or two and ask them to tell you what they liked and didn't like. Finally, as your last step, compare your recording to the production recording of the host. Notice the ways your vocal variety is similar or different from the host's. Another way to help expand your vocal variety is to practice reading children's books. Pick a familiar story, read it aloud, and record it. Even if you don't have small children, pretend that you're really reading to children. Allow yourself to play with the words, exaggerating the pitch, the rate, and the volume. Then send your recording to your grandkids or your nieces or nephews or a friend of the family that has kids. It'll make a unique gift, and you're guaranteed to get an honest review from the very young listeners. So instead of taking my word for it, I decided to ask listeners to tell me what they thought about Stitcher, because I know quite a few people use that application already. And so this is what some of the listeners already had to say. So Brian shocked. He said, I like that I don't have to sync my iPod to listen to my favorite podcasts. Anything new is instantly available. Sarah Payne wrote me and said, Stitcher organizes all my podcasts, plays them without interruption, and remembers where I left off. Maria Adams said, it not only remembers her favorite podcast, but it also remembers which one she's already heard. I think a lot of people are starting to use it now because 
it works on the iPhone, on the BlackBerry, on the Pre and Android. So I want to encourage you to give it a try. You can go to stitcher.com forward slash Lisa to get the app. And then don't forget when you're registering, put Lisa in the promo code and you'll get a chance to win a hundred bucks. So there you have it. Some practical tips to enhance your vocal variety. I invite you to send me some practice recordings before and after you try the techniques. The most important thing to remember is to let your natural personality come through in your voice. If you incorporate dynamic changes in your pitch, rate, and volume, you won't be monotone anymore. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. Finally, this week's episode question. Who do you think has the best and worst speaking voices in the world? Post your vote in the comments along with a link to a sample of the voice if you can find one. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.